Retro Hangover, supported via Patreon by listeners like you. We would especially like to thank patrons Lyle McCarns, Ashton Ruby, Randall Quiggle, Tony G, Stuntstill Smash the Milkman, Katie Quigg, Paul Romalo, Raging Demon JC, Megan Caruso, Mast Keaton, Andrew Laguori, Ozzy Garcia, The Retro Vixen, Adam from The Good, The Bad, The Backlog, Thunderdome Gaming Society, Discimera, Jenny E, Rick Firestone, Parallax Puddles, Soha, Keith Gasper, Dave Jack. Jackson, Eric Guess, Kayla Jackson, Nomad from the Retro Wildlands Podcast, Ash Event, Alan Bingham, Storm Beagle, Ryan Player One, and Mike the Ref from Backbreaker Gaming. Your continued engagement and generous donations are deeply appreciated. Welcome to The Flight, a consumable curation of champions and catastrophes that is considerate of your chronometer. It's me, Chris, and you're listening to Retro Hangover's Flight, and we don't have anyone showing up in the middle of this episode to say anything else, because it is just myself, and as always, your host, Shane Dick Dragon Kasky. What's going on, bro? I'm going to be honest, I was very confused by what you just said, and then I remembered we're talking about cameos today, and then I, I put two and two together. So I'm I'm here. I'm, I'm on board. I got it. Maybe maybe Shane is making a cameo in his own show. <laughs> I've, <laughs> yeah, I've, I'm, I'm making a cameo somewhere else today. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I can't wait until there's there's an episode where I do introduce you as a guest on your own show. I can't wait for that one, too. Um, but... We are indeed talking about cameos today, which are our top five of them, in fact, mm. as, as the show would have it. And this subject was nominated by Ryan Trainer, who has a longtime fan and patron of the show. Thank you, Ryan. And if you also want to nominate and vote on topics, join our Patreon. Every patron can vote uh, no matter what tier you are at. And if you're a patron and you're in our Discord, just head over to the top five suggestions area and say what type of topic you would like to see on a flight. And hey, it could be a topic that you vote on in the near future. You never know. But uh, that's enough of that for now. Let's get into the topic here today. Shane, mm. we we have some spotlights to focus on, as it were. We do. So what is your number five top cameo in a video game number five right well i am going to start my list with what i think is actually a little bit of an obscure one which i which honestly is why it made it onto my list but stayed at at number five just because i I, I really like that this is a thing that exists uh oh. but if you weren't really aware then I don't think you'd even know that you were witnessing a cameo. And that is Ric Flair as Douglas Hill in Command and Conquer Red Alert 3. That's awesome. Yep. Yep. Good old, good old Ric Flair. He's, uh, Woo! 
That's, well, so that's what you'd expect, right? Um, but he actually, he's surprisingly subdued through the majority of his, uh, you know, FMV cutscenes. Eventually, he got a crash from all that cocaine. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's true. Yes, uh, although he does, he does fit in his signature woo um, at least once. Uh, but, uh, but I just thought that was really great. Cause like I said, if you, if you don't know who Ric Flair is or was when you're going to play CNC red alert three, this would, you know, you would just go through just thinking this was some random actor in an FMV and you're like, whatever. But for those of you, you know, who were involved or still are involved in like the, the wrestling scene and know who he is, then it's like, it's like a nice little treat. And honestly, it's, it's interesting to see like a different side of 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 the man you know because he is playing uh this sort of like sort of stereotypical like you know jarhead kind of military guy but he's definitely not as boisterous as his wrestling character and so it's interesting to see like that other side of of uh of rick flair so i just thought that was a really great one um to throw in there and so he's he's kicking off my list yeah, that's very impressive too. Because I mean, wrestling is real, and they're probably not used to acting. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, he must have trained a lot uh, prior to, you know, recording know. those for, for uh, Command and Conquer. Yeah, definitely. My my number five is a little unorthodox. I was also going to go obscure. I was going to say Sock the Hedgehog and Crusader of Senti, but I, I bumped that <laughs> just before I started recording. Uh, but my number five is a little bit unorthodox. It's not as obscure. Uh, but it is it is a different type of cameo, and that cameo are Konami games in Metal Gear Solid. So Hideo okay. Kojima, uh, he he loves to throw in little bits of cameos in a lot of his projects. Uh, infamously, Snatcher, where you see uh, a Metal Gear in in a strip club, as well as Sparkster in the Sega CD version, which is really cool. Uh, but in Metal Gear Solid. There's a part where you run into an enemy. This is a little bit of a spoiler, so you haven't heard it. You know, bear with me here. But you run into a boss called Psycho Mantis. And Psycho Mantis, what he does is that he reads your memory card. And this was really cool back in 1998. And so he'll read your memory card. And if you have save files from certain games, he will comment on them. So those games are Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Azure Dreams, Vandal Hearts, I think, and Suikoden. And he'll say, oh, so you like Suikoden. Oh, you like Azure Dreams, a Castlevania fan, huh? So you like Vandal Hearts. And then he'll say, so you like role-playing games and you like Konami games, which I think is a really cool recognition of a fan of Konami. If, if you're a fan of a certain company's works, which back then, you know, that was perfectly fine to be if you were a fan of Konami. Uh, just have the game recognize that. And it's so cool. And I remember how cool it was when he said for my save file, it was Suikoden and Azure Dreams. I was like, it just blew my mind. It's like, how did this game, how does this game know that I've been playing this game? How does it know it's on my, on my memory card? I, I can't believe it. So yeah, it's not really a cameo per se, but just the absolute coolness of it, of Something in a video game recognizing you're playing other works within that media itself is is amazing, and I love it. You know what? I'll allow it. It's okay. Good, it's a good pick. Number four. All right. Well, moving on with my list, um, I'm going to go with Sean Bean 
in Hitman Two. Uh, now, not 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 the original Hitman Two, the 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 rebooted Hitman Hitman Two. I should be clear about that. Uh, so he and the reason I picked this, apart from the fact that I just like Sean Bean as an actor, but I picked it because of their how they kind of leaned into the meme of him or his characters dying in like almost everything he's in. Um, that's kind of a known thing and it has been for quite a while now. And so they had him play a character called the undying and he was, um, an elusive target. And if you weren't familiar with how, uh, Hitman and Hitman two were kind of doing their sort of, I'm going to say pseudo seasonal type stuff, their, their game as a service type offerings. Mm. Um, the elusive targets were assassination targets that would only show up in the game for a very limited amount of time that you could get achievements and special stuff for actually successfully assassinating. Um, and Sean Bean made his cameo as one of those. So the unfortunate part of that is that unless they decide to bring that back at some point, you will never see it again because it was a limited time event but just the fact that they really leaned into that joke of making his character the undying and his backstory being that he was like this mythically unkillable like guy um i just really appreciated that and so uh so that's why it's here on my list at number four my number four is michael jackson in space channel five <laughs> i love space channel five I think it's an adorable game. I think it's a lot of fun. It's not a perfect rhythm game, but it has so much charm and a ton of atmosphere. And then when you see Michael Jackson come into that game and just start being a character that rolls along with you for, for some of it, I, I I thought it was insanely cool. I think it, it, it fit the game just perfectly. And I do like Michael Jackson's music. I know he's no stranger to controversy, and, and I'm definitely not endorsing any of that shit. But... Um, I, I am a big fan of his music. I think it's fantastic. And to have the King of Pop in one in a semi obscure Sega Dreamcast game, I thought it was extraordinarily cool. So, yeah, Michael Jackson, Space Channel 5. Yeah, that kind of reminds me. It almost made my list just for how like weird it was. But ultimately, I yeah. dropped it. Um, but there's a very similar one with uh, Phil Collins being in a mobile spinoff uh, of GTA in Vice City Stories. Uh, That's really weird. Yeah. Uh, Phil Collins being a, a pretty huge get as far as a celebrity cameo. And he he ends up at the end of the quest line once you finish it playing in the air tonight because, you know, obviously. Mm -hmm. But it's just a really, it's really odd that he was in a spinoff title. You would have thought he would have been in the main line. Number three. So uh, moving up along my list, we are at number three. And even though I personally have not played this game, I really just I, I can't not include it because I just I love this man. He's like, I really hope nothing comes out at some point about him because he's just so wholesome. And, and that is Keanu Reeves as Silverhand in Cyberpunk 2077. Nice. Keanu is awesome. Uh, I've always enjoyed him in just about everything from Bill and Ted to the matrix to pretty much everything in between. Uh, I still think that even though it's not accurate to 
the graphic novels. I absolutely love him as Constantine. I, that movie's fucking fantastic. And, uh, yeah, I, I honestly don't have a lot to say about it other than it's just, it's fucking Keanu Reeves and he's cool as hell. So there you go. All right. My number three is Balthier in Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lions. I am not a big Final Fantasy XII fan. In fact, I, I rather hate it. But one of the characters I love in Final Fantasy XII is Balthier. I think he is a great character. I think he's fun. And then Final Fantasy Tactics didn't have it in the original one because it couldn't because Final Fantasy XII didn't exist yet. But when it was re-released on the PSP, Final Fantasy XII certainly did exist. So in addition to having Cloud, which is kind of a lame character in Final Fantasy Tactics, and I guess Aerith is sort of in there, but not really, uh, you get Balthier is another character that can join your party. And he is OP, and he has like great gun skills that make Mustadio blush, in addition to just being an overall badass. No, he doesn't really have his trademark charm because just like every NPC, playable NPC in Final Fantasy Tactics, uh, they kind of get forgotten about and just kind of shuffled over to Ramza uh, and in his trials and tribulations, as opposed to anyone that was in your party as a plot line character at all, ever. So uh, it is nice to see both here and there. It is nice to see a a good Final Fantasy cameo that's not relatively cringe and works out really well. So yeah, both here is my number three. Number two. All right. Well, my number two on my list of celebrity cameos is uh, it's it's actually it's multiple because they kind of all showed up in this game, but I'm, I'm grouping them all together. And that is a brutal legend. And that included nice. Ozzy Osbourne as the guardian of metal um, appropriately. And uh, he functions as sort of like your, your upgrade guy in the game. Uh, you get Lemmy from Motorhead, whose bass playing heals others in the game, which is fantastic. And then, of course, you have Rob Halford of Judas Priest um, as Baron, who is the leader of a pack of pyromaniac bikers. And and not only are they, you know, not only did they lend their voices to these characters, but their actual likenesses as well. So. As, and I suppose I should mention that, you know, obviously Jack Black, well, I say obvious, I guess if you're not familiar with the game, you wouldn't know, but okay. Jack Black is in there as well because he's playing the main character uh, that you play as the protagonist in the game. Um, but just being able to like interact with all of these like legends of heavy metal in this game is just really, really cool. Espe obviously, especially if you are into that kind of music, that that is it is a treat. My number two, and this should probably be my number one now that I'm looking at my number one, but I'm going to stick to my guns. Uh, my number two is Buzz Aldrin in Mass Effect 3 ah. because that is a great scene and it is a great cameo in a space opera. I think it's probably you could not find a more appropriate person to make a cameo if you're going to have one in that game. So Kudos to Buzz Aldrin in being one of the premier pioneering astronauts in, in world history. I'm not just going to say American history because he was one of the first people on the moon. So good for him. And yeah, I mean, space exploration, that's what it's kind of all about. And just exploring and maybe not so much Buzz Aldrin was saving the world from moon aliens, but we may never know that. 
But if if he did, it's even more appropriate. But yeah, Buzz Aldrin gets my number two in Mass Effect three. Yeah, that's a really good pick. I, I in my research for this episode, I saw that a few times and I wasn't going to include it because I actually haven't played Mass Effect three yet. I've, I've played the first two, but not the third one. But that's just a, a great addition to that game for sure. Number one. All right, we are at my number one. And I actually last minute 11th hour flip flopped here because I I had Brutal Legend as my number one. But the more that I thought about it, Mm. I think this makes more sense for me. And uh, that is the entire band Blind Guardian, the power metal band in Sacred 2, the action RPG. This is such a great inclusion. I so I I have Sacred Two for my Xbox 360, and I actually was not even aware that they were involved in this at all. Although they wrote the the theme song for the game, uh, which I was also not aware of when I you know purchased this game like secondhand at GameStop or whatever. But throwing it in, I bought it because it was an ARPG, and I love ARPGs. And Though I haven't finished the game, mostly because it has some very serious performance issues on the 360, which is a bummer because the game itself is pretty good. Uh, there's an entire quest line that starts with you talking to an NPC who is the lead singer of Blind Guardian, but they're all, you know, he's he's dressed as though he were a part of this, you know, medieval fantasy world. And the quest line culminates with a full ass music video cutscene of the entire band who went through mocap by the way to to realistically represent themselves in the game uh of them playing the theme song to Sacred 2 to an audience of like orcs and goblins and like other monsters and stuff and it is fucking fantastic and doubly so because i was not expecting it at all and it's just such a great like there's so much effort that went into this for what is essentially a throwaway like side quest like it doesn't necessarily have any meaningful impact on the game as a whole but just the fact that they went to these lengths to include the entire band who I like, by the way, just outside of the game, but like to include them in the game and have this whole music video thing. It's just, it's so good. It was so good. It was such a, it was such a pleasant surprise. So that's, that is why it is my number one. It's, it's an ARPG with a power metal band cameo. I, I, I can't think of too many more things that would, that would speak to me as a person. <laughs> so that definitely sounds like a Shane cameo if I've ever heard one. Definitely. That is the perfect one for you. So my number one, I the reason I'm doing this is because I always love a little bit of playful smack talk between companies. And this is a series. These all, well, kind of, two of these three series are near and dear to my heart in some form or fashion. One kind of being one because it's just a big video game one. And that is Erdrick or Link in the original Final Fantasy. And you might be asking, where are they in this game? A lot of you already know this if you've been around since the old days of Final Fantasy. But when you get to the second town in Final Fantasy or one of the, I think, third town, Elf Town, whatever it is, there's a graveyard there. And in the original NES release, 
I think on the Famicom, if you talk, go to one of the graves, it says, here lies Link. And then when they brought it over to the United States, because Nintendo published it in the United States, the grave was changed to here lies Erdrick. Erdrick is the hero of the Dragon Quest series of the first three games. <laughs> the leg- it's the legend of the hero Erdrick. So this is essentially Squaresoft just kind of sp- you know, smack talking Nintendo and saying, yeah, we just buried Link with our Final Fantasy game. Or when they brought it over to the United States, they said, here lies Erdrick to kind of slam it down that way. I don't know what it is today. I'm not sure if it still says Erdrick or if it says Link in all of the remasters, but it's still there. You know, just having a little bit of playful smack talk. And because I'm so familiar with these series, especially when you go back and you know, they weren't as big or as consuming as they are today or at their peak, I should more say. Uh, it's it's really fun to see them all kind of, you know, poke fun at each other in this fashion in, in that sort of cameo. And that's why I love it so much. And it's just one of those nostalgic memories that I hold on to and just kind of chuckle when I see it. So, yeah, my number one is Erdrick or Link in a tomb in Final Fantasy. Pretty good. It's pretty. I also really like that you took the celebrity cameo topic and turned it into video game characters that showed up in other video games. I see them as celebrities. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, you know, that's, that's valid. It's valid. There's there's celebrities in my world. Maybe <laughs> I didn't real understand to me, the assignment. Damn it. Just like wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, Maybe I didn't understand the assignment, but I still followed through on it. I get an A for effort. You do. It's over. You do. You get your participation trophy. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, well, on that note, uh, there you have it. Our top five celebrity cameos in video games. So as always, uh, feel free to leave us some uh, some commentary, some feedback. If you liked what we had on our lists, let us know. If you thought our lists were trash, I mean, you can tell us that too. I mean, it'll hurt our feelings, but we'll get over it. That's fine. Yes. And uh, if you want to share what you would pick, then you can just jump into our public totally free to join discord and uh and and let us know you know go into that episode discussion channel and tell us like hey this is what i would have picked and my list is clearly superior to yours and you know while you're there uh you you might want to you know you might want to check out a lot of what else is going on we've got so many different things in the discord going on all the time we've got challenges we've got the review crew just chatting about different things uh, there, there's a lot to check out. So I highly recommend you get in there if you d- are not already. And to get there, you just got to use the link tree. It's so simple. Link tree slash retro hangover is going to get you where you need to go, whether that is the discord or, or perhaps it's our merch store or maybe the Patreon. If you want to support the show in that fashion and, and get some pretty sweet bennies out of the deal. Or perhaps you want to check out the YouTube where we upload all of these episodes as well as our VODs from Twitch. And uh, and Twitch, we, we play games over there on a certain night of the week, usually, unless there's a major holiday or, I don't know, one of us doesn't feel like it. I mean... <laughs> Listen, That's usually we're, a good we're not we're not professional streamers, okay? But uh, you know, when we are there, Chris, uh, what when can they find us? What what are we doing? By the way, ad free too because true. we couldn't be fucked. Yeah, uh, we're to just too lazy. Our laziness That's... is your benefit. You're welcome. There is. Uh, but you can find our laziness in action if you go to twitch.tv slash retro hangover at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. And yeah, just head over there if you're bored on a Sunday evening because 
We're, we're here to entertain you. We are your dancing monkeys. So at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday evening, head over to twitch.tv slash retro hangover for a great community, a great time with great conversations. And we hope to see you there. All right. Well, I guess with all of that being said, until next time. Play with your I wish I chose Carl Sagan in Kadash joysticks. <laughs>